Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Dawn Vision A heated debate erupted in the gallery between two students, the well-dressed Fat and the plainly-dressed Nanya. It wasn't personal, but a disagreement about the expression of certain work. Neither was willing to back down. The next day, Fett gave a speech at the exchange and found an unexpected figure in the crowd. They talked again, exchanging their minds about each other. Excellent people could always see common ground. There was a gulf between social class. Fett sneered at the commoners while Nanya despised the nobles' behavior. Nanya inspired many of Fett's sculptures, thus called his muse, despite smiling it off. Nanya heart uttered. As the entrance exam came, Nanya and Fett made a pact to get accepted by the Royal Academy of Design together. He found himself falling in love with her. The clinking of their champagne glasses, which sounded like a crisp, they met on the day the Academy opened, fulfilling their promise. Their dreams sparkled in the sunlight. After some time, they realized that many of their views on social class were one-sided so they dismissed their bias. One evening, Lester invited Nancy to watch romantic encounters. After the play, he confessed under the starlight. Lovers inevitably argue over trifles. Thankfully, Nancy and Lester could quickly made up over plays in King Saye. Sometimes it was tickets from him, sometimes it was books from her. They always tried to surprise each other. The growing love was thwarted. As news of King Syed's death spread out, the race for his legacy turned into a war. Lester got amnesiac since the nine-day war. Nancy tried to help him recover, including reliving romantic encounters. The nine-day war had already concluded, but Lester was still immersed in his world of designs and aimed for the legacy. Nancy prayed to the butterflies for Lester's memory. Their glowing wings illuminated the hope in her heart. Nancy thought about giving up her dummy-like lover, but eventually found that she had already fell deeply in love. The despairing night shall pass. Nancy believed she'd had her love back if she held on to Lester. His love didn't subside with the amnesia at first, but the obsession with King Syed's legacy possessed him. Flame Gunner Vultures cried as sand stormed. A figure swept past the crowd with a whirlwind no one dared to approach. Children's cried echoed. Her eyes became cold for the hour of hunt. Her muzzle raised, ruthless as herself. Desperation enveloped the village. Marissa couldn't sit it out. She decided to take the villains out. Muted and stealthy, Marissa dove into the mist did her job and disappeared into the darkness again. Blades danced in flames as cold stairs locked on targets. The villains were still drunk in dreams of riches. The breeze rustled the trees. The gagged villains were hung upside down, whimpering as Marisa walked away. Even walking among the jungle of steel, her heart remained pure and kind as she never fled from her true self. The prey fell into the trap and only moonlight remained in sight. Marissa left without staying another moment. The whip spoke for her wrath. She then returned the stolen pearls which glowed in the night, bright as the moon. She was an elite warrior of the queen. The rose emblem signified supreme glory and her proud head never bowed. 
By the queen's command, the iron rose withered and the glory extinguished. Mela had to obey with unwillingness. The inescapable darkness haunted her and the heroine lost her fortitude. Mela became lost in the endless storm. There was a faint pink glow in the dark clouds. Mela didn't know what it was, but she decided to capture that glow. The oath that night was like a guiding light. Mela finally realized that others' opinions were constraints at most. Pacing at the cliff edge as black fog parted, determination flashed in her eyes. All problems were solved. There was no retreat as dignity shone like stardust. With self-recognition, she ended all sufferings. She shattered the nightmare and defeated her once confused self. Her faith reforged in the wake of wars. The dawn of hope shined on forever in which Mela saw an ideal future, so she set out on her journey once more. Light Chaser A fated encounter unlocked a fantastic adventure. A confused girl turned the first page of her story. Unexpected people and events came. A new world unfolded before her. A world she has never engaged in. She gained friendship and witnessed beautiful and touching emotions that were, are, and will always be there. She heard the birds chirping, the waves crashing on the beach, and the sword of courage breaking the shackles. Those painful and dark memories condensed into light in the depths of memory, supporting Nikki to carry on. In that chaos, the girl heard the answer from her heart. She couldn't give up on others, much less herself. She remembered the journey. All laughter and tears were the most profound memories her partners had given. Time is like a sage, telling one bizarre story after another and Nikki grew up gradually in these stories. Tempting voices echoed, trying to sink Nikki in the abyss of desire, but the faith within her was incredibly clear. Light slashed darkness, shattering all falsehoods. Nikki knew that she had to face everything alone. The girl chose to face everything head on. The moment darkness was shattered, the girl met with her inner self. The journey was not over, neither was the adventure. The girl would carry on writing happy endings for every story. Rosie Tor Like every spoiled girl, Tina had countless dreams about the future. Her world was like a colorful candy wrapper. Tina's parents died in an accident, and her world collapsed. The house was silent in the twilight. No matter what happened, Tina could have sleep well at home, as she knew her parents would support her dream. Tina drowned in the pain of losing the love of her life. She kept dreaming of her mother releasing her hands. She remembered the chit-chat at the dining table, the once close warmth finally reduced to a distant phantom. The girl's glass candy wrapper shattered. Turned out what she couldn't let go was the simple days with her parents. Tina sorted her parents' belongings slowly, but time suddenly became endless and she couldn't even finish one thing. In the drawer was a planned trip route diary. Father drew many cities on it and each page was full of entries. They planned to travel together, but with her parents gone, it seemed like an old good dream no one cared about. 
One night, Tina dreamed of her mother writing the diary. She stood carefully afar, hoping the dream to last longer. Tina returned home as her trip ended. In the mailbox was a stack of postcards bearing witness to her rosy youth. Tina decided to go on this journey alone with her parents' diary to all the places they planned on going. Tina kept the diary during her journey as if she was writing to her parents, along with pictures as her thoughts. She saw unfamiliar sceneries and at the greeting of kind passerby, she smiled. I had fulfilled our promise. Nina made up her mind to travel because of play Dream Travel, which she shed tear for at its conclusion. What happened to Flynn had always been on her mind. The past had gone and she wasn't ready yet for the future. Life and death coexist. People chase one another in a loop. Dreams are merciful as it allows for living good. That was when she realized she'd mature only if she let it go. She had more important tasks than licking wounds. Everyone had things to do for the redemption of the soul, something that others might not understand. In order not to let Flynn and Orlando down, she shall become a better Nina by the end of this trip. Nina was determined that she'd work harder to enrich herself on the rest of her journey. A new day has dawned. She believed that one day, she'd become the best designer. She'd try to reach higher place to better see the world. Maybe that's the meaning of journeys, meeting people, happy or sad. We just go on our journey, hopeful. Eerie Nightmare Sad stories look alike. Audience stop to lament at various points of impending fall and end up mourning at the end. The abandoned woman gave birth to a child but blamed him for all her pain. She saw her child as a source of sin. Norris grew up in a dark mire of anger and torment of his mom, and he was never treated well. His mom was an alcoholic and abuser. It pained him, but he longed for her love. How nice would that have been? He fantasized that his mom would can read him a happy story when he was sick, just like other moms. He finally knew it was an illusion. Oh, he who lives in misery. Nothing in his soul is worth cherishing anymore. Norris' fervent desire drew the devil, who spied on longings and came up with an offer Norris couldn't refuse. The boy who lived in darkness offered his soul for omnipotent power. His fantasies were about to come true. Norris thought that this power might make his mom happy. Would her gaze on him become gentle by then? She never loved her child. Norris fell into despair, as what he always sought for didn't exist from the start. Devoured by hatred, his mom drank and jumped off a building. All he could hear was the hollow wind by the ledge. Humans are slaves to their own emotion and desires. The so-called love and hate is nothing but desires projected. Norris thought a mom's love was like stars, that he could one day reach it if he kept going, but he went too far. The devil's pact was hidden in Norris' heart. Giving up pain meant giving up past longings and yearnings. In his dreams, he'd remembered his sad fantasies, 
and the wind by the window where his mom jumped. The fragile world was not worth defending. Offering himself as for, for desires was the most seductive fragrance of life. Norris became a servant of the devil, willingly, without hope. How one existed no longer mattered. He put on a mask and hid his true self behind it. It was the source of his power and will be his permanent shackle. Guilt Dance The girls could always be seen dancing in the moonlit square. Even in the darkest corners, bright dreams blossomed. Every slum child hath fond visions of the distant world. For Sonya, dancing was her way of achieving them. In an unfamiliar city, the girl drifted like a dandelion in the wind. But she was also tough at the same time. Music was on and so was the light, just like the moon back then. In the applause, Sonya closed her eyes gently. Sonya's decision was opposed by her bestie, who could dance no more and wanted Sonya to take her dream further. Sonya's family scoffed at her dream, struggling to even eat. They were forced to forget about alternative futures. Sonya and her bestie shared the dream of becoming dancers. They kept practicing in the square without an audience. One night, Sonya left the neighborhood and became a sight of unknown meaning in people's chit-chat. The moon was like a spotlight, illuminating the nights and their future, like the undying lights in their eyes. But an accident happened out of nowhere. Her bestie broke her leg on her job, and all dancing dreams crumbled. Time would rewrite all stories. Those in the slum lost track of Sonya. Perhaps she was lost in the world's tide. Sonya thought about giving up her dream to be there for her bestie. The moonlight shattered like the life itself. They grew up in a forgotten corner but were still willing to embrace life. The moonlight would let no one down. Sonya shone under the flashlights. People were amazed by her performance and fascinated by her story. The night would fade. But the moonlight dance would be remembered, along with the dream engraved in the moonlight. Life was tough, but the girl always remembered the square. For countless nights, they chased freedom as dreamers. But she never forgot about the clear moonlight those wandering nights, which told many thoughts about dreams. As the light lit, she heard her dream blooming. Memories flashed. It was as if she was back in that moonlit square. When the neighbor recognized Sonya again, she was already a star. While still persistent, there was calmness too. One moonlit night, Sonya returned and danced again for her bestie, who was her only audience and half of her dream. They smiled at each other. It was like a light, constantly refracted in life, finally illuminating each other. And yeah, that's the lore of the Light and Mirror aka Realm of Reflection Hell event. These are very interesting stories in my opinion, and I enjoy reading them. If you enjoy listening to me reading these stories, please like, comment which story is your favorite, and subscribe. My favorite story is definitely the Eerie Nightmare, if you're curious. 
love you all and until next time